This is Agents Influence Podcast. They only need 80% of the information. They'll pick up the 21 they go. They only need 80% and they just go for it. So that book, Small Unit Leadership, came at a real good time in my life because I was able to use those concepts with what we were doing as a almost closed down Chick-fil-A in the middle of nowhere, Florida. The same thing with this. Like, I don't know everything about insurance, but it doesn't mean I can't make that phone call or start this conversation or introduce myself or drop my business card or shake a hand or whatever I need to do. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hey, this is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, where you tell me your thoughts, I'll tell you my ideas, and we're going to both tell the world what to say. See, mix it up a little bit there. I'm always trying to mix it up here at Agents Influence because I want you to be successful with your agency, I want you to be successful with your family, and I want you to have a good life, and that's what we try to do here. I try to bring, I, I know you're busy as an agency owner, I am too, and I know it's very, very tough sometimes to be able to get out of the office. And uh, we're just, you know, we're doing what we do. Love to help people um, and love to uh, spend time in our community with our family. So that's what we do here at Agents Influence. We try to bring it directly to you um, when it's best for you. So I appreciate you as a loyal listener. Uh, Man, there's some great things going on. Um, I think you're really going to love this guest, uh, Austin Watt. He, he, Austin Watts, excuse me. And he, uh, he's kind of... uh, I just got to tell you guys, I think you're going to like it. And the reason you're going to like it is because I had to stop him about 10 or 15, or for the 10 or 15 minutes we spoke before this, I had to stop him and be like, man, this is, this is what we call podcast gold. And so um, I, I made him halt. You're going to like it. Uh, he left a, uh, 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 a comment on one of on the website of one of the podcasts and as soon as I read it I, it was unbelievable and I'll tell you I'll have uh, I'll have Austin tell you that side of that story um, but before we do I want to let you know Grow Lab 2017 is uh, fast uh, approaching we had a little bit of a hiccup with uh, some of our hotels that we were dealing with uh, so it's been narrowed down to a couple cities I won't tell you yet because hopefully by the next podcast we're going to know and uh, this is going to be something completely different Joey's come to me with a couple ideas that I'm telling you I've been to conferences. I speak at conferences all over. And I told Joey, I said, these two or three things we're doing like no one else is doing this. And we don't have consultants and we don't have speakers. We just have agents sharing and learning and some cool things. It's, it's going to be unbelievable. So keep your keep your ears out for that. Also, don't forget you can become a Grow member um, and you can get access to some pretty cool stuff. That's uh, how Austin found us originally. And uh, um I think you're just going to love it. I'm anxious to get on with it, and that's what we'll do here. So once again, I'd like to um, to introduce to you Aaron Watts, and let me let me give you just a little hit real quick before I before I turn it over to you, Austin. Here's what he wrote on January 19th, 2017. We've also had some couple emails because uh, this is the type of feedback that we get, and in 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 its it's inspiring. And here's what it is. He says, "I've never, and I mean never, listened to something." that so closely resembled where I am at my life. That right there means that I'll do this for another five years. He says, I'm 29, just got licensed. I work with my dad, age 65, never been in, in insurance, leaving the quick service restaurant business to join him. 
I see everything different from him. And that's going to make us unique. Thank you for doing what you do. I've been eating your material for breakfast. It's one of the first things I've heard this morning. Keep it up, man. And see, that's that's the kind of feedback that, that gets me excited and just makes me want to. So I reached out to Austin. He told me a little bit about it. I said, dude, let's just do a podcast. And so here we are. And it's uh, way overdue. So what I'd like to do to you is introduce you to Aaron Watts. Aaron, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, is it okay if I correct you on what my name is? Please, 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 man. What? Please. Austin. A-U-S-T-I-N. Austin Watts. What have I been saying? Aaron Watts. <laughs> I'm absolutely com- – I'm sitting here looking at your name. So I do have a, an excuse for that. One of my good friends out of Des Moines, that is his name. So it's just coming out. Austin, I don't know it's why I, I don't know why I've been saying that. Um, the last name's only the same, the difference. So Austin, here's, here's, uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on. And the reason, as you and I have mentioned, is that I wanted you, you're, you're, you're not an insurance yet. And you can tell that here in a minute. And I want to just get what's in your mind right now. There's agency owners out there that are, when they're looking for you, like, I want to know, and we're going to talk about what pulled you over. What was that gravity that, that literally said, I'm going to make this jump. What happened in your mind? And that's what I want to get through. Okay, because we want to, I want to use you as an example for how other agency owners, because as you know right now, and maybe you do, maybe you don't, it's impossible to get young people, not impossible, but it's very, very difficult to get young people like yourself into the industry. So tell us about how this came about, where you were, and uh, tell us a little bit about you first. Take us back to college, diapers, whatever, and bring us forward. Okay. I... Uh, I have a really gritty background. I'm not uh, the best at anything, but (laughs) normally through some uh, intense hard work. Um, My brother and I played college football, and neither one of us had scholarships. We just worked really hard and uh, played ball at Georgia Southern. I had to walk on even to make the team uh, because nobody wanted me as an athlete uh, with my film because I looked really, really slow, and I was, and uh, found a way to get faster and wound up playing some ball. And I thought I was going to do the sport world and had an internship with the PGA Tour. And I was like, this is not it. Uh, And then I went home, which was the south side of Atlanta, Georgia, and fell in love with a a chicken sandwich by the name of Chick-fil-A. I worked for them for six years. And as I was wanting to be an owner-operator, which is really hard at the business because it's easier statistically to be an NFL football player at Chick than it is to be a Chick-fil-A operator. I was like, wow, my uh, odds are kind of stacked against me. Uh, so let's see what happens. And they said no. And I said, okay, well, let's find something else. And I knew I wanted small business. I knew I wanted ownership so I could make the decisions and not be told what to do. And I knew I wanted to be able to control my destiny. And those things, along with my dad for the past three or four years, hey, you going to come work for me now? you going to come work for me now? you going to come work for me now? And I said no every time. Uh, and um, finally said yes, let's try this. So I've been, I've been doing part-time. Um, I got my license last April or May. And Okay, hold on. Got your license. Calls. Let me ask you some questions because there's agency owners out sure. there thinking this. So <laughs> when, did, did, when did dad first start? You're 29 now. What, about what age did he first start asking you to come into the business? Whew. Long time ago, man. Like, it, he probably, when I started at Chick fil A and I had a ton of questions for him because he's the expert in experience, that was 2011. I was asking him all the questions and he was like, 
you know, there's another place you can work. I mean, so 2011, it's 2017. So, six, and so 23-ish? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Hey, also for the listeners real quick, I'm going to let you get back, uh, think about uh, Austin, uh, the, the, um, the, uh, the, the th- story going forward once you got your license. But for all the listeners, if for some reason you uh, it's cutting in and out a lot, I apologize. That has been my internet connection for the last couple of weeks. So um, if you would, make sure you turn off your video if you can, Austin. I think you might have it off, but um, you probably don't. So just make sure you cut that off. And I apologize. It comes through clear, and then I notice sometimes it's not. That's my apology, 100%, um, even though it's out of my control. So Austin, take us now and keep us going. So you got licensed. When did you get licensed? April of 2016, we'll say April because I can't really remember. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, fantastic. And and once again, where exactly do you live? What state? Where are you at? I am in Georgia. So I, it's funny that you ask because right now I have an address in my wallet that is a place I don't live anymore. <laughs> so uh, I just left Chick-fil-A Saturday night. I closed for daddy-daughter date night. If any of y'all, uh, I suggest there's probably... Uh, there's a lot of dads who took their girls out right. uh, Valentine's and so I, I closed that night as a manager and then um, I made a trip Sunday morning and we we're at a uh, an event we're trying to do some networking at so um, boom ended- Start of the next one let's go that's right let's that's go. right dude you're gonna be successful I can already tell and um, and so dad I assume tell us tell us about dad slash your business so so what does his agency look like commercial personal lines how long has it been in business he has been an insurance agent longer than he's been in his own business so he okay. became an insurance agent back in 1979 and has been in the business 38 years roughly and went independent after a couple of stops with captive carriers back in 2003 he had a lot of business in general contractors and then 2007 and 2008 came and uh, almost shut oh, wow. him down mm-hmm. uh, I was in college at that time just watching him grind I oh mean, just, wow like, that was that was really hard and I think the other long-term insurance agents that are out there that are listening they know that they remember what that feels like they remember losing business they remember going well I need well do you need insurance like I don't have a business Mm, mm. And that was that was that was real for our family. We felt that, um, and that was that was really tough to watch him do that and go. All right, well, what else am I going to do? And so, right about that time, I introduced him to a guy named Seth Godin, who he had never heard of. I, for all the college kids listening, go to conferences because that's where I heard about the most awesome marketer on the planet. Darn uh, right, fantastic. And, and and so you turned him on to that. Dad, and Dad 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 loves yeah. it. Dad goes, well, what's my niche? What's what's my what's my unique place that people know me, I know them, and we have a great relationship? And that was our church. That was a um, segment of the uh, the religious institution we call them, the Churches, Churches of Christ. And we're really well. This is Agents Influence Podcast. They only need 80% of the information. They'll pick up the 20 when they go. They only need 80% and they just go for it. So that book, Small Unit Leadership, came at a real good time in my life because I was able to use those concepts with what we were doing as a almost closed down Chick-fil-A in the middle of nowhere, Florida. The same thing with this. Like, I don't know everything about insurance, but it doesn't mean I can't make that phone call or start this conversation or introduce myself or drop my business card or shake a hand or whatever I need to do. 
Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently. Change your agency. Change your finances. Change your family. And in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hey, this is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, where you tell me your thoughts, I'll tell you my ideas, and we're going to both tell the world what to say. See, mix it up a little bit there. I'm always trying to mix it up here at Agents Influence because I want you to be successful with your agency, I want you to be successful with your family, and I want you to have a good life, and that's what we try to do here. I try to bring, I, I know you're busy as an agency owner, I am too, and I know it's very, very tough sometimes to be able to get out of the office. And uh, we're just, you know, we're doing what we do. Love to help people um, and love to uh, spend time in our community with our family. So that's what we do here at Agents Influence. We try to bring it directly to you um, when it's best for you. So I appreciate you as a loyal listener. Uh, man, there's some great things going on. Um, I think you're really going to love this guest, uh, Austin Watt. He, he, Austin Watts, excuse me. And he, uh, he's kind of a... Uh, I just got to tell you guys, I think you're going to like it. And the reason you're going to like it is because I had to stop him about 10 or 15, or for the 10 or 15 minutes we spoke before this, I had to stop him and be like, man, this is this is what we call podcast gold. And so um, I, I made him halt. You're going to like it. Uh, he left a, uh, uh, a comment on one of on the website of one of the podcasts and as soon as I read it I it was unbelievable and I'll tell you I'll have uh, I'll have Austin tell you that side of that story um, but before we do I want to let you know Grow Lab 2017 is uh, fast uh, approaching we had a little bit of a hiccup with uh, some of our hotels that we were dealing with uh, so it's been narrowed down to a couple cities I won't tell you yet because hopefully by the next podcast we're going to know and uh, this is going to be something completely different Joey's come to me with a couple ideas that I'm telling you I've been to conferences. I speak at conferences all over. And I told Joey, I said, these two or three things we're doing like no one else is doing this. And we don't have consultants and we don't have speakers. We just have agents sharing and learning and some cool things. It's, it's going to be unbelievable. So keep your keep your ears out for that. Also, don't forget you can become a Grow member um, and you can get access to some pretty cool stuff. That's uh, how Austin found us originally. And uh, um I think you're just going to love it. I'm anxious to get on with it, and that's what we'll do here. So once again, I'd like to um, to introduce to you Aaron Watts, and let me let me give you just a little hit real quick before I before I turn it over to you, Austin. Here's what he wrote on January 19th, 2017. We've also had some couple emails because uh, this is the type of feedback that we get, and in 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 its it's inspiring. And here's what it is. He says, I've never, and I mean never listened to something that so closely resembled where I am at my life. That right there means that I'll do this for another five years. He says, I'm 29, just got licensed. I work with my dad, age 65, never been in, in insurance, leaving the quick service restaurant business to join him. I see everything different from him. And that's going to make us unique. Thank you for doing what you do. I've been eating your material for breakfast. It's one of the first things I've heard this morning. Keep it up, man. And see, that's that's the kind of feedback that, that gets me excited and just makes me want to. So I reached out to Austin. He told me a little bit about it. I said, dude, let's just do a podcast. And so here we are. And it's uh, way overdue. So what I'd like to do to you is introduce you to Aaron Watts. Aaron, how are you doing? 
Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, is it okay if I correct you on what my name is? Please, 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 man. What? Please. Austin. A-U-S-T-I-N. Austin Watts. What have I been saying? Aaron Watt. <laughs> I'm absolutely com- – I'm sitting here looking at your name. So I do have a, an excuse for that. One of my good friends out of Des Moines, that is his name. So it's just coming out. Austin, I don't know it's why I, I don't know why I've been saying that. Um, the last name's only the same, the difference. So Austin, here's – here's uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on. And the reason, as you and I have mentioned, is that I wanted you you're, – you're, you're not an insurance yet. And you can tell that here in a minute. And I want to just get – What's in your mind right now? There's agency owners out there that are, when they're looking for you, like, I want to know, and we're going to talk about what pulled you over. What was that gravity that that literally said, I'm going to make this jump? What happened in your mind? And that's what I want to get through, okay? Because we want I want to use you as an example for how other agency owners, because as you know right now, and maybe you do, maybe you don't, it's impossible to get young people, not impossible, but it's very, very difficult to get young people like yourself into the industry. So tell us about how this came about, where you were, and uh, tell us a little bit about you first. Take us back to college, diapers, whatever, and bring us forward. Okay. I uh, I have a really gritty background. I'm not uh, the best at anything, but <laughs> normally through some uh, intense hard work. Um, my brother and I played college football, and neither one of us had scholarships. We just worked really hard and uh, played ball at Georgia Southern. I had to walk on even to make the team because uh, nobody wanted me as an athlete uh, with my film because I looked really, really slow, and I was, and uh, found a way to get faster and wound up playing some ball. And I thought I was going to do the sport world and had an internship with the PGA Tour, and I was like, this is not it. Uh, and then I went home, which was the south side of Atlanta, Georgia, and fell in love with a, a, a chicken sandwich by the name of Chick-fil-A. I worked for them for six years. And as I was wanting to be an owner-operator, which is really hard at the business because it's easier statistically to be an NFL football player than it is to be a Chick-fil-A operator, I was like, wow, my uh, odds are kind of stacked against me. Uh, So let's see what happens. And they said no. And I said, okay, well, let's find something else. And I knew I wanted small business. I knew I wanted ownership so I could make the decisions and not be told what to do. And... I knew I wanted to be able to control my destiny, and those things, along with my dad for the past three or four years, hey, you going to come work for me now? You going to come work for me now? You going to come work for me now? And I said no every time, uh, and um, finally said yes, let's try this. So I've been, I've been doing part-time. Um, I got my license last April or May. And okay, hold on. Got your license. Call. Let me ask you some questions because there's agency owners out sure. there thinking this. So yeah. when did, did when did Dad first start? You're 29 now. What about what age did he first start asking you to come into the business? Whew. long time ago, man. Like it, he probably when I started at Chick Fil A and I had a ton of questions for him because he's the expert in experience. That was 2011. I was asking him all the questions and he was like. You know, there's another place you can work. I mean, so 2011, it's 2017. So, six, and I so 23 Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Hey, also for the listeners real quick, I'm going to let you get back, uh, think about uh, Austin, uh, the, the, um, the, uh, 
the, the th- story going forward once you got your license. But for all the listeners, if for some reason you uh, it's cutting in and out a lot, I apologize. That has been my internet connection for the last couple of weeks. So um, if you would, make sure you turn off your video if you can, Austin. I think you might have it off, but um, you probably don't. So just make sure you cut that off. And I apologize. It comes through clear, and then I notice sometimes it's not. That's my apology, 100%, um, even though it's out of my control. So Austin, take us now and keep us going. So you got licensed. When did you get licensed? April of 2016, we'll say April because I can't really remember. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, fantastic. And and once again, where exactly do you live? What state? Where are you at? I am in Georgia. So I, it's funny that you ask because right now I have an address in my wallet that is a place I don't live anymore. <laughs> so uh, I just left Chick-fil-A Saturday night. I closed for daddy-daughter date night. If any of y'all, uh, I suggest there's probably... Uh, there's a lot of dads who took their girls out right. uh, Valentine's and so I, I closed that night as a manager and then um, I made a trip Sunday morning and we we're at a uh, an event we're trying to do some networking at so um, boom ended start of the next one let's go that's right let's that's go. right dude you're gonna be successful I can already tell and um, and so dad I assume tell us tell us about dad slash your business so so what does his agency look like commercial personal lines how long has it been in business he has been an insurance agent longer than he's been in his own business so he became an insurance agent back in 1979 and has been in the business 38 years roughly and went independent after a couple of stops with captive carriers back in 2003 he had a lot of business in general contractors, and then 2007 and 2008 came and uh, almost shut oh, wow. him down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in college at that time, just watching him grind. I oh mean, just, wow, like, that was that was really hard. And I think the other long-term insurance agents that are out there that are listening, they know that they remember what that feels like. They remember losing business. They remember going, "Well, I need. Well, do you need insurance? Like, I don't have a business." Mm, mm. And that was that was that was real for our family. We felt that, um, and that was that was really tough to watch him do that and go. All right, well, what else am I going to do? And so, right about that time, I introduced him to a guy named Seth Godin, who he had never heard of. I, for all the college kids listening, go to conferences because that's where I heard about the most awesome marketer on the planet. All uh, right, fantastic. And, and and so you turned him on to that. Dad, and Dad 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 loves yeah. it. Dad goes, well, what's my niche? What's what's my what's my unique place that people know me, I know them, and we have a great relationship? And that was our church. That was a um, segment of the inch, uh, the religious institution we call them, the churches churches of Christ, and we're really well connected. Spent our my entire life in it, and um, the unique part about it, for the business standpoint, is that they're all autonomous. So there's no headquarters. And so if you're wanting to be in a niche market in insurance and go after the people you you know so well, you're going to have to go door to door. Nice. Okay. And that's really where we've started. Um, we got a couple lists. Um, the the we had we were doing we can do everything. You know, we have all those licenses. We have about Dad I think has seven state licenses because the, the reach we need to be able to have to serve clients. Right. And, and so I'm looking at this going, wow, that's a lot of people. 
that's a lot of driving, that's a lot of space, and I'm just trying to figure out a way to make it happen faster. And that's kind of, he's he's got all this experience, and I'm wanting to focus on this niche and do it really well because they've got different ministries. They got K through 12 schools and some children's homes and Ooh, some non good stuff, good stuff, so, like, good premium and everything. Yeah, and they've got um, um, a lot of mission work. So there's travel insurance. Oh. And we have a, a market for that. And so you're just trying to figure out where they're at. All right, Austin. Austin, Austin. It's we get in the podcast right now. We just say, "Hey, it's over," and people would be like, "Holy cow, Cass!" And the reason I say is, is like you are giving us an insight. And to be honest with you, you kind of remind me of my my business partner, Travis. Like, hey, Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear me talk about him a lot. And the reason is, is because he's very similar to like he's focused. Like he's he 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 knows what he wants to go after. And and I mean, Austin, you are an asset to the. You're going to be such an asset to this industry. Um, and and you mentioned Seth, which. If you don't know Seth Godin, or I, Godin, Godin, however you want to say his name, depends on where you live in the country, G-O-D-I-N, you guys got to go sign up for his free free, free newsletter. Um, uh, and it's not even really a newsletter. It's uh, just an email that he literally writes. Does it? He writes one every day. I mean, and it's, I mean, every day for Austin. Do you know? I mean, it's like nine. fifteen years or some crap. I like heard that. nine, but nine. I have no idea. I really don't know because I haven't been following him except for like the last four or five years, and I knew. It's uh, it's phenomenal, and you know we were talking about this book. Um, I have this book that I was sent to by uh, the CEO of Marble Box. Actually, sent it to me, and it, it literally—I don't know how many pages it is. I mean, it's if I'm looking at it's it right like now, yeah, nine, that's pages. what I'm saying. It's about three three and a half inches thick, and then um, picture also from top to bottom. If I was setting it on a table, it's probably about eighteen, maybe twenty inches uh, tall. Yeah, about a 20-pound book. Yeah, it is. And when it came... See, what's really cool is Seth Godin's ability to lead his tribe. So, like, Seth has a market. Seth has a niche. Mm -hmm. And I think he's the fastest Kickstarter-funded page in the history of Kickstarter. So, one of those books that you're you're talking about. So, like, I want to say I think I know Seth pretty well. Like, I've I've read, I think, like, nine or ten of his books. I have the two big mammoth books that he has. Uh, I bought both of them with money I didn't have. Because they're awesome. You books personally also reached out to him. Tell us about that. You introduced oh, him yeah. to Dad, and then what happened? The Dad was like, "Oh, this is great." So Dad bought Purple Cow, bought Lynchpin, bought uh, Meatball Sunday, bought all his books. Yes. Because like, he was asking me for his books. He's like, "Hey, you got those books? You bringing them home?" Yes. He's like, why don't you just go get them? Um, you know, he's he's still in like, let's go to the library and check them out. And um, <laughs> I I said. Um, I, I wrote Seth because a long time ago I I got in one of those if you read his blog you'll find out these little things he does and then you if you click on it and you go it normally is remarkable and it literally is remarkable and so I bought this book and with money I really didn't have because I knew this transition was coming and it's tight um, I've been making pennies working at a quick service joint because I wasn't the owner and um, I sent I gave my dad the book my dad cried because he loves the book and, wow. Um, he Because if you look at the inside cover, have you opened the book and look at the inside cover? Of oh, the inside? I mean, I've looked all through the thing. I have. I don't know if I particularly paid attention right to that, but uh, it's, it's, it's out of my arm's reach or I'd open it up right now. Okay. The dad loves it. And so I wrote Seth. And Seth responds to a handful of my emails because you 
and he responds to a lot more. Uh, he doesn't respond to a lot more of them. But I said, I sent my dad this Christmas card, uh, or I gave my dad your book as a gift. Uh, he cried. It's the only book I was able to give. And uh, Seth wrote me back. He goes, awesome. That's awesome. Keep making a ruckus. Go. And that's all he writes. You know, like it's not a lot. It's just he focuses on his message of doing, Dude. printing, shipping, publishing, and just doing. And I, I think if I had a, if I had a, a tip for the older guys, it would be don't be so scared, man. Don't be so scared. Like and, who cares if you fail? Because I, I think you said it earlier in your podcast. Because nobody actually really listens. You know, like, like right. Let me ask you this. So time. he talks about shipping it all the time. Just ship it. What's he mean by that, Austin? What's how's that come out of your mind when he says that? In my mind, in my industry, I've got to show up every day and I've got to make calls. I've got to meet people. I've got to show them what we do and how we can help them because the problem with our industry is they don't even have the churches of Christ. And I'll tell the insurance agents because I need some help with this. That's is fine, yeah. The, they don't, they're, the, the churches are getting insurance contracts from captive riders who aren't including business income and extra expense or sexual molestation abuse coverage. It's almost sacrilege. I mean, I, and I'm not, and that's a, a, no pun. I, that's really a term I use a lot, but yeah, I, 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 I do social services, non-for-profits, 501c3s and a little church. And I'm, that blows my mind as well. It really does. Here's the phrase they say, they go, it won't happen to us. Hmm. It won't happen. Let me us. tell you something that I tell them, Austin. I'm just going to give this as a shot. Maybe a lot of people out there use this. Here's what I always say: um, This isn't exactly true, but it is. So, 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 follow with me. If there's a sexual harassment, or if there is a molestation, or even an EPLI claim, something like that, you are almost pretty much guilty until you prove yourself innocent. And the reason is, is because if you sexually harass me, that may not be sexual harassment to you, but it is to me. And so now I go ahead and pull a lawsuit on you. The, the point of this is, yes, you're probably not highly unlikely that you're going to get sued for a million or two million, but you're going to use defense costs of a hundred to 200,000. And where are you gonna where are you gonna come up with that? And 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 that's why it's really important that you kind of put that out there. It's not about you. I get you. I know you personally, Jim, but it's not that I don't know Alice personally. And you may be doing something that is sexual harassment to her, but you have to prove that. That's what I always say to them. I, I do that every time. And it gets them thinking, you know. It really does. It's like explaining to my son about driving. Son, you're a good driver. But you have to watch other people because they're not good drivers and they're going to put you in situations that you haven't had enough experience for. And it's the same kind of situation. There's things that you aren't controlling. Now, let's get back. Sorry, I straight geek out. I love that. And when you talk about 501 non-for-profits, that is me. So let me, let me, let me get, let's get back to something because when we're t it's, it is true about ship it. And I think what you said about showing up every day and doing it, but here's the deal. The, the thing where Seth, in my opinion, from my mind of shipping is, is quit thinking that you're going to have to get it perfect. Just ship it. He says that all the time. Yeah. You get an idea. And, and what's really important is, is I've learned this as we've created products and got rid of them and cut our losses with grow is that we would, we would, we would start to, we would want to finish the product and then put it out there to see if people liked it. And that's one, you can't do that. That's one thing Joey said, Jason, let's just create the idea, give them some samples, put it out there, get the feedback. And then you create a more perfect product because you're 
creating it based on you their get feedback. feedback. Yes, you have exactly. This, you have this circle of see that seems uh, like common sense, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's not, and that's okay that it's not because even for me, figuring that out years ago. Um, Austin, so so now you um, could are, I speak into that real oh, fast? Oh, please, 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 go ahead, man. Go um, ahead. There's a book called Small Unit Leadership that I was having some issues. I talked to a more veteran guy inside Chick Fil A, and he said, "Read this book. It's a military book written by a colonel, and they talked about how the army operates. And obviously, it's very, very rigid in time of war. Um, sometimes they're real slow when they're not in times of war, but when he's talking about what they need, is like they only need eighty percent of the information." They'll pick up the 20 when they go. They only need 80%, and they just go forward. So that book, Small Unit Leadership, came at a real good time in my life because I was able to use those concepts with what we were doing as a um, almost closed-down Chick-fil-A in the middle of nowhere, Florida, um, to revitalize that area. And the same thing with this. Like I don't know everything about insurance, but it doesn't mean I can't make that phone call or start this conversation or introduce myself or drop my business card or shake a hand or whatever I need to do. Austin, have you read my book, Customer Service is Just Foreplay? It got, so I quit Chick-fil-A Saturday, I moved Sunday morning at 7 a.m. So it's, I had it shipped to dad's office and I haven't even got to the office yet. So oh, so you, you did purchase there, it? Because I, I was gonna it. say yeah. I was gonna put it in the yeah. mail to you today. Sorry, did you did you get the hardback? I don't know. I you can't remember. It. Okay, if you, I, I need Amazon to it, it, let me know, Austin, through email. I'll sign one for you and get it out there because that signature is worth like two cents. So, just want you to know that. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, so that that's that's good. I uh, this is such good information, loyal listeners. Are you not loving this? I mean, there is there is some meat in this sucker. Um, it's red too, red meat. Uh, okay, so so Austin, I, we kind of see where you're going, what you're going to do. Um, when you say you're going door to door, what does that look like? Is that the only marketing tactic? Is that the only way that you're going to be bringing in the, those customers? What are your thoughts? Not being in the industry yet, not having a lot of trial and error, what are your thoughts? The door to door right now is phone calls. It's a nine to five grind. Um, get I've gotten some lists. I've got some numbers. I don't know some names. And what needs to happen is a drip email marketing campaign starting with our website. And that doesn't exist, even though I know it needs to exist. Um, My dad's got a skill set where when someone has a problem, he can help you because the challenge exists. But if it's kind of like a a normal run-of-the-mill, we don't have a system that brings it in really efficiently. So we went to um, a group in Nashville that was having some workers' comp issues, and they were going from a, like a 1.25 to a 1.65 workers' comp mod. And I've never been in a room where six grown men squirmed when we said that because they've got to go to their people and say, hey, we need more money because yeah. our insurance costs just went up because they're not controlling their losses. So when dad's in that moment, he has the ability to really make an impact because he's got this experience. He knows what they need to do. Here's the recommendations. Here's the one, two, three oh. that you need to make your insurance more affordable for yourself by your own controls. Yeah. And that part, I got to see this breadth of experience with all these questions getting fired at him. I'm going, oh, well, I'm glad they're not asking me. Uh, I wouldn't know a thing. I wouldn't be able to do this presentation because they have an issue where yeah. as opposed to a um, – just a church policy that doesn't have much going on. Um, they got you know 100 members, and they just need basic coverages. 
And then at that point, I'm like, okay, I can probably have this conversation. Um, and so... Return to uh, work programs. <laughs> yeah. Finding the, the physician, uh, you know, setting up, making sure they know your job description so they can get the return to work program. You know, uh, it's a very certain... Uh, that, that, I'm going to tell you what, I, I, Travis, I've shown that to Travis. That is a way, your dad is, is really good at this because that is a way that you can really show your expertise. And it's like, why did the agent never tell me this? You know, just a lot of, a lot of things you can keep is, especially with new NCCI things, is that keeping, keeping it just to medical expenses, as long as they don't pay one dime of indemnity, it caps out on the loss is like $5,000, at least in the state of Illinois. I think that's, I don't yes, know. If that's Georgia. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that stuff is crucial, you know, and they're like, they always say like, why didn't my other agent tell me this? I don't have an answer for you. You know what I mean? I, I'm not exactly sure. I will say that uh, I'm an insurance geek and I like to go to every class I possibly can and I just learned that. Matter of fact, I've learned it in multiple things and that's the way that I just come off of it, which basically I'm saying, hey, I'm a badass and your other dude, you need to like move out of his house and move in with me. You know, that's what I say. Yeah. Anyways, um, just, just joking I, there. So, I have um, something I, I think I want to share. Come you, on. you asked maybe before the call, it was why aren't young insurance here? Yeah. insurance here right and I'm a walk-on I was a moving blocking dummy at 260 pounds like I was getting beat up by athletes because I love to practice because it made us better mm-hmm. not a lot of that exists in my age bracket people don't like to work really hard like I know my guys from high school I know the guys from college like mm-hmm. and I made a Facebook post that probably is my most interactive post in the past like two or three years was I made 3,000 phone calls and 2,900 people said they didn't want to talk to me. And like those numbers for college kids, they don't like that. Like, I mean, I literally, I say that. I said it this week out of college at Freed Hardman University, and it like went in one ear and out the other. Like I saw it, like glaze over look. And like I said, I only got 100 renewal dates. That's it. That's the door to door. Like I'm, I'm, hey, I'm Austin. Uh, members of the church. Uh, I want to talk to you about insurance. Nah, we got an agent. Click. You know, like right every day. Wow, every. wow, wow, wow. I've also got some things to help you with that too. See, I love this stuff and helping agents and learning this stuff we do in the mastermind, um, which Austin is going to become a part of that. And dude, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking like, man, the members are going to love this dude. Um, so it's uh, you're, you're you're the type of agent that we have in. And uh, I try not to be rude and not let people in, but I've told people no or I've asked them to leave sometimes. But uh, okay, let me ask you. Let's let's give a little shout out here real quick. All right, who's dad? What's his name? Oh, Steve Watts. Steve, Steve. I just wanted to give him a little shout out. Steve what a Watson. unique guy at the age of 65. You know, it's it's really funny how he wants this change. But as you mentioned, well, you know, I think you said this before, maybe on the podcast. He's, uh, I think it was just now, he's a go to the library and check it out and read it kind of guy. And that's so awesome because that's proof that you don't have to change everything. You just need to change the things that are important to other people, you know. And, and I think that that is right there, which is a, is a huge, huge advantage this guy is unique and uh, one of these days I'm, I'm, I'm gonna meet him uh, so so it, you we're talking let's keep it here for just a second it is very tough for the young um, to stay in I also think um, what about what do you think about the process as an insurance company if I'm an executive or I'm somebody listening to this what do you in your dealings with the insurance industry companies service what are your feelings on it as as young and new in the industry I had 
a lot of failure with door-to-door sales in my previous career because it was a um, it was a door alarm system, and I did miserable. I mean, my my buddy that recruited me did phenomenal because he can sell ice to an Eskimo in the winter, and <laughs> I, I I just can't pressure people I don't have a relationship with, and it felt wrong because I was selling a product. It was in a weird town. I didn't know anybody. I just didn't like it. One yeah. thing that has intrigued me about insurance is the intangible properties of it. And I've heard Brian Tracy say, uh, if you think that way, you need to sell an intangible product. If you are good with your hands, you need to sell a physical product because you won't have success in the opposite party. And the intangible of insurance is almost like something for nothing because if you don't use it, the company keeps it. But if you need it, it's phenomenal and nothing's ever really traded hands except some cash. And like when I, I was being taught what uh, uh, the Lloyds of London and what an underwriter was, I was like, oh, it's just a math problem. Well, I don't know any math. Where can I get some math from? And so like I had this sport background where I was just playing sports and hoping to be in the PGA Tour and working that and like didn't have a clue about the math, didn't realize it was just a big math problem. I love the insurance industry because there's an answer. Because every math problem I know has, has an answer. Wow. Okay. That's what it is for me. So when you deal with technology, though, and you're dealing with doing rating or you're dealing with sending in applications, how, how, do, you, how do you process uh, your submissions for the churches? I wish I could tell you. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay. That's cool. I didn't know if like you were going I, there. I wrote it down. So like I had to hand write it because Dad just naturally knew how to breathe and do it. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had to teach anybody in years. Gotcha. Uh, we uh, we're a two man shop. It's just me and him. Uh, he's had some secretaries come and go because he was like, "You need to get your license," and they couldn't pass the test for whatever reason, and um, he had to let them go. And so um, now that there's some teaching opportunity, so like I can only think in boxes. So I have to master a box before I go to my next box. And so right now I'm in that marketing. How do I pull you in box? Gotcha. Okay. Now, and so I hand wrote a, a, a way for me to to think, okay, where is this client at? And so we're having trouble because we're new to each other and we're new to uh, QQ Catalyst is how to classify clients and where they are in the process. So if he calls them or I call them, we know what to say to them next. And that's kind of where we're at and where we're talking through about what system do we need, how do we need to classify it, what's it going to say in the notes section. Just like those really litty, those little details that I yep. know matter a ton yep. need to be seamless from Absolutely. our standpoint. Absolutely. And they're not quite there yet. And so my challenge is figuring out how to do that, how to make it easy because it's I'm, I'm right going to just, we, we're experts at it. There's not that many things I'm going to say we're experts at, but my assistants are awesome at using notes. And there is no better way than when a client calls me and they're busy and I pick up the phone and it's them and they start asking me questions and they've dealt with Sarah for the last week and a half and I pull that up. Sarah's so good at that. I mean, it stresses them out and I even get yelled at when I don't do it. And I got to admit, <laughs> I, I got to admit, I'm the worst in the office. So everybody else is focused. I'm all over the place. So, okay. So, you know, that's interesting. Okay. Cause I want to, I want you to, uh, we need to have you back in about a year, year and a half. Cause I want to hear what you have to say. Like, okay. 
here, listen to this podcast. Now let's come back forward. Um, because that's, that's the biggest thing for me is I, I, you've heard me maybe on other, uh, we need our companies to be our true partners. And, and, and I think, uh, if you're a company out there, one of the things I want you to think about is get out of the tech business let somebody else, these tech companies, they're upcoming, they're very reliable, they're already using your rates, already using your platforms just on a back end, maybe an API, maybe they're integrated in another way, I don't know. But get out of the get out of the tech business, stay in the risk business, do what you do, um, and, and let some of these other companies do it. Because there's no reason for you to reinvent the wheel when it's going to be outdated again in about a year, because there's people killing it out there. Um, Austin, uh, closing this up, uh, you know, one of the, I forgot to do something because I was so excited to get in this. Uh, are you an iPhone or a Droid user? I'm an iPhone. Okay, well, that's all we need to talk about there. And uh, and and <laughs> what is uh, what what's an app? Give me an app that you've personal business something that you downloaded soon that you want everybody to know about. Uh, more than an app, I like the um, productivity hacks. So, like getting stuff done and uh, other different things that are, are are teaching me how to be more organized or, mm-hmm. or to get through content better. Is I use the podcast app on the iPhone and the rate of speech. Like I, I didn't know who I was calling today. I don't know if I was calling Jason or Joey because I listen to the podcast at double speed. <laughs> at two point oh, one yeah. is par. You're at two point mm-hmm. Yeah, the when I when I started hearing you talk, I was like, "Why is he talking so slow?" Oh, this is live. Got it. <laughs> and Got this it. is a guy from the South telling me that I'm talking slow. You know, and I'm almost <laughs> on the Yankee line. So yeah. that, <laughs> and I don't sound. I, I'm not. You don't. You I, don't have, have a. Told me I yeah. sound southern, but the the when I when I listen, like getting information is what I want. And so by by subscribing to podcasts like this and to other ones that that are in tune with what I'm trying to do. Uh, it, it's it's good and and if it may not be an app per se, but it's a it's a state of mind because I want to get through more content faster. You are the proof. I can you are the proof that your systematic approach, the way your mind works, your attitude, your go go, um, your 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 ability to just ship it. Um, comes from the fact I would say the most important thing I want everybody loyal listeners agency owners to take away is I think it has to do with a competitive spirit of of being a um, an athlete I think that it separates those from the kids that are really a big athlete until they get into high school and you see them fall off and you say to yourself deep down inside they didn't have what it takes there's something that broke them and then especially those that go on to college um, once again you know I hate to keep talking about him but Travis is the same way ironically enough he was an athlete you you're an athlete so many people that I meet in this industry when you talk about them they played some kind of college ball or if they didn't they they left the high school got into some industry making money but they were awesome in high school I think there's definitely something to be seen for that and you can hear it in Austin's voice you can hear it in his methodology you can hear it when he looks at the way that he looks at the world you can hear it in the way that he's actually acting in the way that he is striving to be better in this world where a lot of people his age as he said before are not willing to put in that work 
So how do we find those people? How do we find those 22, those 25, those 29-year-olds? I think there's certain cares, uh, characteristics we can look at. Is the burn in the belly. I said this on the mastermind uh, meeting that we had yesterday. I've seen bald guys. I've seen guys with flaw, uh, flowing, beautiful hair. I've seen fat pe- uh, guys. I are, and when I say this, I'm saying for any agent, I've seen skinny. I've seen those who are introverts, those who are extroverts. I've seen a million dis- different characteristics. And the one thing that I have to say that truly comes through every time is what's their burn in their belly? Where's that competitive spirit? I think that that's the number one thing we need to take away from these millennials, be able to separate them. And in Austin, you stand at the top of that pinnacle and uh, you are fantastic for this industry. And um, uh, leaders create leaders and there's nothing more than you can do in this industry to somehow find your way to say, how can I help agents? Obviously, you got to get in the industry first yourself. But, sure. There, there, sure. but here's the deal. Right now, you can speak to other young people in ways you won't be able to in a year, two years, three years, or four years. Now, it'll be a different conversation. They're going to start seeing you have money and being successful and taking you know this gorgeous family that you finally have built. Um, they're going to take notice. But right now, it's a different, like, he's not trying to get me to work for him so I can make money. He's really saying, hey, he's found something good and he's letting me know. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah and so. I think I think one of the things I wanted to point out that that there's been there's been some switches in my life that I've made. Like I know when I heard this the next day was different. And January 2nd Rich Roll podcast interviewed David Goggins. The ultra athlete David Goggins, like the David Goggins. I was talking to my my girlfriend last night and was like, "Hey, you remember you know how much I like David Goggins?" She just kind of laughed cuz it's a rhetorical question and and he talks about, and Marcus Luttrell from The Lone Survivor talks about a drive in the SEAL spirit that, that's, that's different than everyone else. Yep. They're, 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 it's just different, and you know it once they have it. that It doesn't go anywhere, and they have to join the SEALs because there's no other group of men that can do that. Yeah. And, um, military background is another a success I see in this industry. People who have come from military backgrounds. So. And I'm... I would just recommend listening to that podcast because he talks about being able to finish races with shoes on your feet and a breath of air and the right mindset. And um, I hope I continue to develop the right mindset. I know I'm not there. I know I stop at mile 13.1 because I haven't done a marathon yet. (laughs) And so, like, I know, like, physically there's things out there I'd like to do. But same way with the insurance. Like, there, there is a way that, that we can talk to the people that are our age and the idea is have you done your best is this your best work can can you do better than this and if the answer is yes go back and do it till it's your best and i think that's what i i i'm after right now is chick-fil-a wasn't going to make me a kathy family member because that's who makes the decisions there and that's great and it's working really really well for the kathy's but i wanted just something a little different I wanted to be able to put my stamp on something where uh, I I was able to to make whatever I was doing my best because if I did something that was their best then they would praise me instead so it says instead of it coming from I know I gave it my all for what I could create with my hands and my mind and that's kind of where I'm at and what I'm trying to do and listening to your podcast is helping so awesome. I appreciate you posting this. 
No problem, man. It's going to be a good one. I appreciate you reaching out. Um, as far as a couple uh, book, I, I am going to go get this actually small, what is it, unit? Small unit leadership. Yep, I'm going to get that. I just uh, finished up uh, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. I read it every January. I think it's the most powerful book ever in the world because if you know those laws, you can predict the future. I also had another agent reach out to me on email, and this one was a good one. He said, Jason, this might be a good read, uh, easy read, uh, Adrift 76 Days at Sea by Stephen Callahan. And that came from uh, David Brush, actually. He's in our mastermind. And so I thought that was a good one. So I, I'm going to look at that either. Also, he said it's an easy read. I'm trying to find something right now that uh, is an autobiography also, like some type of struggle. I want to learn from somebody else. I've been doing a lot of personal and business lately, and I want to I learn from somebody else. I was thinking of Abraham Lincoln or something, so I'm trying to figure out that book. Austin, you have been fantastic. You already gave your book review. Everybody, um, hey, you know, right now, if you, if you are, you're sitting in traffic right now. Come on, let's let's do it. Let's give them a round of applause, Austin. You've made a great decision. You made a great decision. Uh, you have a great father who's leading you in the right direction. Uh, you're going to be great yes. for this industry. And you tell Steve that Jason personally said hi. Um, and the next step is to get him to uh, read my book and then also start listening to his podcast as well because we can change him. And that's what we do here. So, Austin, thanks again for your time. Hey, it's been my pleasure. So, guys, I, I loyal listeners, uh, you know, executives, everybody listening out there, I, uh, um, it doesn't matter if you're in Dubai, it doesn't matter if you're in London, it doesn't matter if you're listening somewhere in Japan, and I know you are. Um, I see your guys' comments, I see your, I get your emails, uh, literally, sometimes, I'll be honest with you, they're very, very hard to read, um, even with Google Translate, uh, and, and I just want you to know that there's things that you heard from Austin, I believe, that is a millennial, is a generational um, thing now it may not be in your country and you guys but I think that there's something that you can learn um, from a lot of his characteristics and this is the reason why I do agents influences because I want to take someone out of Georgia and put them directly into your ear no matter where you are in the world um, oh also good good shout out also to uh, Steve and Sydney I did get your your email and uh, I look forward to talking to you soon in the meantime this has been agents influence podcast uh, tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say this has been Jason Cash your host and I look forward to seeing you next time see ya